Paul and Silas praised you, their chains fell off, and you delivered them. And Lord, may it be so in each of our lives. God, as we praise you this morning, God, that the chains of whatever binds us would just fall off. And Lord, that we would see you and behold you and know that you are a good father, Lord. I just thank you for your goodness. Thank you for each one here, Lord. Um, I just pray that you would be among us this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. You're worthy of my praise.
testimony while I figure this out. With today being uh, Father's Day, I thought we'd sing, I thought we'd sing "Good, Good Father," and I just want to encourage you, uh, any of you this morning. You know, there's um, two people who I couldn't imagine would ever turn their back on me, and that's my mom and dad. Um, but Psalm says, "When my mother, my father, my mother forsake me, the Lord will take me up." So I just want to encourage any of you this morning, if you're in a hard place in life and you feel like you have no one close to you that God is a good father to you. Just come to him and he is always there. Let's sing together.
be seated. Uh, this next song, You're My All in All, I believe most of you are familiar with it, but um, there's a part where um, the men and the women will alternate. They'll sing the verse and the chorus at the same time. Um, so I'm going to have all the men follow me and all the women, uh, me and Carrie, and all the women follow Christy. And uh, I think you all will enjoy it.
scripture Psalms why Psalms well you're obeying a different verse <laughs> what does Psalms do why do we go and why do we read Psalms it's an encouragement how so He, I think he did exactly what we just sang about. He turned his eyes to God. When Nathan came to him, what did David do? Did he sit there and defend himself? No, he said, I am the sinner. I am the one. And he fell on his knees. That is what I think all of Psalms, for the most part, points to. It brings us back to where our real focus in Christ should be. It brings us back to where I mean, our focus in Christ. It should, brings us back to the focus of Christ, of God. We so often, I, I'm preaching at myself here, I so often get so consumed with my own troubles, with my own trials in life, the, my things that I'm going through. But if I turn my eyes to God and I look to eternity, to I look to the things of heaven, not to the things of myself, the things of earth grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. That is the truth of what we have in Christ. It's not us. 
if we're seeking after the things of this world, the things that this, the pleasures that this world brings us, we will not find that life. We can't find joy, peace. The fruit of the Spirit is not alive. But when we turn our eyes to Christ and we focus on Him 100%, and that is our desire, that is our focus, that is what we turn to like David did. Oh man, the heavens open. And we see Christ for what He is. We don't want anything else. How could we ever want to walk away from that as we see him I've been thinking about that too just this week in such a sweet and simple example in our little girl because she'll get like all you know worked up and fussy about who knows what it is that she's uncomfortable or whatever but when you actually catch her gaze mm-hmm. and when she looks straight at you she'll just like forget about all that and start <laughs> just smiling and life is wonderful and it's so happy and <laughs> I was actually thinking about that this week, just how that's what we should be. And like, we can just get and focused on our own little problems and maybe not little, but problems. (laughs) But when we actually look at him, then it's like life has meaning on everything that you were saying, but it's a sweet example. (laughs) All right, let's all stand if you're able to. This is a new song for here, but uh, it's a powerful song. Who am I that the highest king would welcome me? I was lost, but he brought me in. Oh, his love for me. Let's sing together. Who am I that the highest king would welcome me? I was lost, but he brought me in, oh, his love for me, oh, his love for me. Who the sun sets free, oh, it's free indeed, I'm a child of God, yes, I am.
one more song called We Believe. We believe in one true God, Father, Spirit, Son, one church, one faith, one Lord of all is kingdom.
Thank you, sir. You can go back over there now. Hey, this is like a strange uh, coincidence. The girls outnumber the boys. It's been the boys outnumbering the girls. Oh, no, it's Ty. Never mind. I wasn't counting right. Sorry. It's good to have the Chilton here again. I missed you guys last time, didn't I? You missed us too? Well, good. I thank you. But I did. I was like, where were, we were gone that Sunday, and you were here, right? Did you you sang, you sang? All, no, it was a couple Sundays. It was about a month ago or so. I think we were gone, and you guys were here, right? Because you led. Did you lead singing? Thank you. Oh, you led it. Okay. All right. What song you want to sing? Mr. Miss Little Pink Ribbon in Your Hair, what do you want to sing this morning? Wrapped up, tied up, right off the bat. You're going to go with, you're going you're gonna to start big, huh? Okay. So why don't we have to spread out a little bit? Blake, why don't you move over here by the post? All right. Whoop. Don't hide behind it. All right. The girl's going to spread out a little bit. You're going to come up here. There we go. You're not supposed to hide. You can't sing it back there. You can, can you come up here so I can see you? Uh, well, not her. Mm. Okay. I, I gave up a long time ago, you know, arguing with girls. <laughs> All right. You ready? All right. What's uh, G? All right. Wrapped up, tied up. Tangled up in Jesus, wrapped up, tied up, tangled up in Jesus, wrapped up, tied up, tangled up in Jesus, wrapped up, tied up, tangled up, wrapped up, tied up, tangled up, wrapped up, tied up, tangled up in God. I'm inside, outside, side to side in Jesus, I'm inside, outside, side to side in Jesus. I'm inside, outside, side to side in Jesus. I'm inside, outside, side to side, inside, outside, side to side, inside, outside, side to side in God. I'm upright, downright, living right in Jesus. I'm upright, downright, living right in Jesus. I'm upright, downright, living right in Jesus. I'm upright, downright, living right. Upright, down, right, living right. Upright, down, right, living right in God. Was everybody participating? You seen everybody? Well, she was. She was doing what she could. That one wasn't. <laughs> okay. Uh, she can't keep up. It's okay. Not everybody can do this song. It's not. It's not for everybody. Were they all doing it? Did you see them? They were all doing it? Okay. Let's see if they can keep up faster. See if their heads can go side to side, upright, downright, side to side. Can they do that? They should be at least wiggling in their seats a little bit. Okay? Put them all together. I'm wrapped up, tied up, tangled up in Jesus. I'm inside, outside, side to side in Jesus. I'm upright, downright, living right. I'm wrapped up, tied up, tangled up, 
side, side to side, upright down, right, living right in God. I'm wrapped up, tied up, tangled up in Jesus. I'm inside, outside, side to side in Jesus. I'm upright, down right, living right in Jesus. I'm wrapped up, tied up, tangled up, inside, outside, side to side, upright down, right, living right in God. Boy, if you guys do that all right, fast enough, you all look like you're almost line dancing up here. <laughs> all right, what's another song? I'm not going to ask Steve because he... King of the Jungle, that's... There were 12 disciples? Boy, I haven't sang that in years. We'll do, we'll do King of the Jungle then, Benny. I got to remember all these names. You remember all this, Jason? There were 12 disciples. I think it's G. There were 12 disciples. Jesus called to help him. Simon, Peter, Andrew, James, his brother, John, Philip, Thomas, Matthew, James, the son of Alphys, Simon, Peter, Jander, and Bartholomew. He has called us to. He has called us to, to be his disciples, I am one or you. He has called us to, he has called us to, to be his disciples, I am one or you. Is there a second verse? Okay. Did you guys get all the names now? I didn't get them all. I messed up somewhere in there. One of the, one of the 12 is sitting out there going, I've forgotten all about me. <laughs> All right, let's try again. There were 12 disciples. Jesus called to help him. Simon, Peter, Andrew, James, his brother, John, Philip, Thomas, Matthew, James, the son of Alphys, Simon, Peter, Judah, and Bartholomew. He has called us to He has called us to To be his disciples. I am one or you. He has called us to, he has called us to, even his disciples, I am one, are you? Okay, what's another one? Oh, you want to do King of the Jungle, didn't you? Okay, the girl's going to out whaley whaley, you guys? Maybe if you keep them up here, you might be able to have a, ch a chance at it with the girls. Hmm, okay. Who's the king of the jungle? No, I ain't the right key, G. Who's the king of the jungle? Who's the king of the sea? Who's the king of the universe? And who's the king of me? I tell you, J-E-S-U-S. -S. Yes, he's the king of me. He's the king of the universe. The jungle and the sea. Okay. Let's see if the girls can help. All the ladies have to help on the whaley whaley. You think they can? I'm ready for some whaley whaley to outdo the hoo hoo. All right. Who's the king of the jungle? Who's the king of the sea? Who's the king of the universe? And who's the king of me? I tell you. Yes, he's the 
Jesus, Jesus bids us shine with the true pure light. That one? Okay, we're going to have to have the adults. 767 in the green hymnal. What key? Again. We might get out of that key today or not. <laughs> Got to stand still, Benny. <laughs> Jesus bids us shine with a pure, clear light. Like a little candle burning in the night. I haven't sang that one in a long time. Um, hide it under a bushel? No. Do you know that one? Yeah. Key. This little light. <laughs> All kids' songs are in G. What E? D? This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, no, I'm gonna let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, no, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it won't let Satan hit out. I'm gonna let it shine. Won't let Satan blow it out. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Let it shine on Jesus comes. I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine till Jesus comes. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it Okay, one more. Down in my heart. I've got the joy, joy, joy. Okay. Lukey has to come up, though. Well, you are so hard to convince. It's like you're a kid at heart or something yet. Still are? Okay. Hey, we found a new key. <laughs> 
All right, you guys, which one do you want to do first? You want to say where or do you want to sing first? Sing. You want to sing first? Okay, they get the tongue twister? Okay. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in my heart. I've got the joy, 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 joy. Pass this understanding down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in my heart. I've got the peace that passes understanding down in my heart. Down in my heart to stay. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my Which one do you want to do, Willow? The final countdown. <laughs> trying to remember. I knew it. What is that on? The final countdown. Is that what it is? I have no idea what it is. I just know that part of it. Anyway, okay, wrong one. What do you want? To, what's the countdown? Ten? Oh, I think you guys did sing this here one other time. Okay, what? What? Remind me what key it is. Well, how's the first part of it go? Oh, that's right. Somewhere, e, d, d. Somewhere, huh? Oh, ten, nine, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Somewhere in outer space, God has prepared a place. He wrote to tell him and obey. He's us to human. And five and four. Now on the service of the 
fire every day. That's it? Thank you. All right, you guys can go back. Thank you very much. Good morning to each of you. Hearty welcome to everyone. Uh, hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're here today for your first time, welcome. Glad to have you here. Hope you're um, inspired and encouraged, blessed. Um, not a whole lot of announcements for this week. Um, says everyone is invited for a lunch here after the service. We've got a special lunch prepared. So I guess we'll see what that's going to be. So look uh, eager to see what that is. Uh, the Saturday morning prayers here at 7 a.m. Anybody's welcome to come for that. Um, friend, whoever you want to bring. Um, yeah, uh, there's tea, coffee in the back for those uh, kind of new again. Uh, there's tea, coffee in the back. Just feel free to help yourself. Uh, just don't do it all at one time. <laughs> Ali might freak out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess those who are new to the facility here, restrooms are located towards the front right of the sanctuary, not here, but down the hallway. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I think we got Father's Day tribute by Heidi from, for the, from the children. So I think there may be something special. So anyway, uh, I guess we'll time, turn the time over to Heidi or Phil. I'm not sure. Okay. Okay.
mic button up at the top. Copy. Father's Day is always special to me because of my Heavenly Father and His, not only His amazing love, but His invitation to me, to you, to come into that relationship. And I thought of the words in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 16. Or what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God, just as God has said. You hear God saying this to you? He's speaking right now to every one of us. I will dwell in them and walk among them. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from their midst and be separate, says the Lord, and do not touch what is unclean, and I will welcome you. And I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. together and Brother Lee is going to share the word with us today. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. We bless you that you invited us to come and be your sons and daughters. Lord, as our brother Lee shares the awesome, wonderful word of Christ to us, reminding us by stirring up our pure minds And Lord, by again yielding his life to you, I pray you would fill him with your Holy Spirit and speak your living words of life and truth to us as your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, good. This guy, no respect. (laughs) He's my brother. We play like that all the time. Ah! Okay. Um, I was nervous before coming here. You know, I mean, in the morning I was thinking, sitting over there, it was, man, do I have it ready? I mean, all the ideas in my mind, and I'm like, I don't want to forget this part, and, and should I say this first, should I say that part first? And I, I was finally calming myself down a little bit, and then I saw somebody behind me, and that's my father and my mother-in-law. And then I got nervous again, and I'm like, oh no, they are here. I better, I better do it right, you know? So we'll, we'll see how it goes. So, um, man, just, just a blessing to, to be able to share what God is, is doing in our lives. Um, I want to 
make a little parenthesis here and say something, correct something that I said when was, like two Sundays ago, when was the, the ordination, two Sundays ago? I was here and I, and I said, I made a mistake saying that you should call off your marriage. I did not mean that, okay? I did not mean that. You know what I meant. But, but, I, but afterwards, I said that the Bible doesn't say anything about divorce. And that is not true. The Bible does say things about divorce. It's not today's subject, but I just want to clarify that part, okay? Just in case someone was like, oh, the Bible doesn't say anything about divorce. The Bible does say things about divorce. It's not today's subject. Just, we're good? Yeah, phew. Thank you. I mean, that, I'm going to bed at night, and I'm like, why did I say that? No, I, I just hope nobody got it wrong, and it's like, oh, what am I doing here? The English, man, English. You should speak Spanish. It's easier. In heaven, they all speak Spanish, okay? <laughs> At least that's what my Bible says. I don't know. So I'm going to start with a little activity, and I'm going to need some help from you guys. Don't be scared. Don't get scared. It's okay. So I'm going to need... Um, at least two adults, a woman and a man, and maybe some teenagers and kids. So, come on. Come on, whoever you want. Yeah, yeah, we have one here. No? Okay. <laughs> Steve, come. You want me to call you by name or to... Yeah, come, 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 come. Who else? Who else? Hey, I need more people, guys. I have five minutes to preach, okay? Yes, yes. I need more, guys. Thank you, my friend. Who else? I need a younger, younger kid. Could be a girl. Could be, yes, come, come, come. Okay, okay. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, if anyone else wants to come, you're welcome to do it, okay? So, guys, I'm going to ask you a few questions. And um, I think I'm going to need a mic. Do we have a mic? Can I use a mic really quick? Is it on? Technology, bro, it's just, it's just too much. Okay, you hold the mic over there meanwhile. So, guys, I'm going to ask you a few questions. And we are going to measure if it was possible, okay? All the way here means that you are not afraid. You are not, sorry, the other way around. You are super afraid of what I'm, the question I'm asking you, okay? It's like, oh, yes. And then as you go over there, it's like, well... Yeah, but still, it's hard for me to deal with these things. And here is like, ah, not too much. And over here is like, ah, almost nothing. And over here is like, oh, no, pff, that's not a problem for me. Does that make sense? Do you understand what I said? No, you're going to move. You're going to go depending on my question. Okay, for instance, the first question that I have for you is, are you scared or are you afraid of being alone? In, a, in the darkness, in the, in a, like in a room where it's dark, whatever. If you are, you come to this side. That's okay. There is nothing to be afraid. Yeah, okay. You, yeah, okay. And then you guys, well, it could be a little bit. And you go, okay, sometimes maybe. And you guys like, oh, I'm good with it. Okay, that's, that's fine. Okay. So what can you tell us about? Why are you afraid of being alone in, the, in a dark room? Why am I afraid? Why are you not? Why, why am I not yeah, afraid? tell us something. The mic. It's just dark. It's just dark. That easy and simple it's the for same, you. It's the same as if the light was on. It it's is. It's just dark. That's true. How about you? Are you a little bit sometimes scared of being in a dark room? Yeah. Why is that? Because sometimes it can make shadows and feels like demons are around. Interesting. How about you? Are you scared of being in a, in a dark room by yourself? No? Good. How about you? You want to say something? 
Is it scary sometimes to be in a... In, okay, it is scary. It is scary. I feel you, man. How about snakes? If you're scared of snakes, you come over here. If you're not super scared of snakes... Okay, if you are not scared of snakes, you go over there. A little bit. Oh, yeah. You can, yeah, you can go over there if you want. I, I will be with you over there. Trust me. So, Sarah, why are you scared of snakes? Because they're terrifying. They're the scariest thing in the world. You're right. I, uh, amen. Awful. Amen, sister. Amen. <laughs> You're not scared of snakes. Not really. Why not? Mm. You like them. <laughs> I don't mind them. Okay. Do you have something to tell them over there? They're scared. <laughs> Anything? Any advice or something? <laughs> not all of them are dangerous. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Denzel, are you scared of snakes? You are. Okay. Me too. Don't worry. Don't worry. So I have another question for you guys. Next question is, are you afraid of being embarrassed in front of people? Just being like, ooh, this is awkward. This is, oh no, what did I do? Okay. Everybody seems to be kind of in the middle. That's fine. That's, that's pretty good. I mean, that's okay. That, that's okay. I'll... I'll I'll pass this time just because there is nobody on the extreme sides. Are you scared of going to a group of people and just being like, everybody's just like, who is this person here? Like being awkward, not fitting in into this group. Is that something that you're afraid of-ish? If you are, come this way. If you are like, well, maybe a little bit. Or if you're like, no, I'm totally fine, you know, go over there. So how do you, what do you think? Everybody stays in the middle. Is that okay? Oh, okay, it's a little bit like... It depends on the group. It depends on the group. No, that, that's, that's totally fair. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Okay. That's, that's fair. Are you afraid of getting old? Do you think about that like, oh my goodness, I'm getting old, man. You know, my skin is just getting a little bit, it looks like a raisin. If you are, you come this way. If you're not, Steve, what are you doing here? What, what can you tell us? <laughs> what can <laughs> Well, it's not what it's cracked up to be, but also, too, that... Uh, Especially if you're a person that really enjoys life, even though despite your problems and all that. Because mm. uh, God put in us uh, wanting to live. And, and, and sometimes you think of the joyous times when, uh, n not the difficult times, but the joyous times on, uh, that you've had in life. And, you know, and you see the mountains like you did, like I did last night. And... Uh, Brother Phil, you know, and, and various other things, and even relationships with certain people. You just enjoy being with each other. Thank you, Steve. So you're not afraid at all of getting old? No. You're enjoying your age right now? Yeah. That's awesome. Do you have anything to say to Steve? No. No? Okay. That's fine. That's totally fine. That's fair. Okay, last question. <clears throat> Are you afraid that your finances just crash and you go down and you go on the bottom of the bottom under the bottom of the bottom like 
bankruptcy and, and no money, nothing to feed anybody, take your place. <laughs> so that, that thought crossed your mind at some point? Okay. Amigo, what are you doing here? Are you afraid of that? Are you no. scared of finding No, not at all. Why not? We don't have you any. Don't, what, what do you have to tell to your dad that he's over there? What's he's your problem? Carrie, <laughs> <laughs> tell us, why, why are you here? Why are you on this side? What happened? It depends how I look at it. Am I, I'm not worried about losing salvation because of money. So in that way, there's, I would be over there. Mm. Like in Christ, I'm completely secure. Mm. But I'm also called to provide for my family, mm -hmm. to take care of them. Mm. So as a provider and as a father... I want to, I mean, I do give a concern about that. Mm. I do care yeah. to provide for them, for my wife. That is what I've been called to do. Yes. So in that way, I, am, I do have a care. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You, welcome to Go Back to Giver. Shall we give him a round of paying? This is, it was actually better than I thought. <laughs> this is great. So, did you notice anything? The same people, the exact same people that were here, they responded differently depending on the, in this case, it was like, are you afraid of? Like fears, let's say, right? Or a different question. And, and even the comments from this side to that side, it was like, come on. I mean, snakes are not that bad. Not all of them are really bad, right? And, and Sarah, I was here like, if there was a way to go over there, I'll do it. I don't even want to see the snakes. And I will go with her too. I don't want to see the snakes. I was, you know, doing the, the um, mowing the lawn in my house the other day, and I just saw a little snake like this. What do you think I did? Christy! <laughs> there is a snake here. And I'm just like on top of something over there waiting for it. And it's a little snake going like zzzz. And then Christy comes with the baby and uh, take the snake and just on the other side. <laughs> I don't care, okay? I am not going to touch the snake. I don't like them. I don't care if it is a bad snake, good snake, whatever. I don't like them. So I'm not going to touch it. So, the experience that you guys have had, okay, defines where you go. Is this easy for me? Like finances, I will be, I will be with Carrie here too. Yeah, because I want to provide to my family, right? Yes, I do trust God. But still, it's not, I mean, I still need to wake up early in the morning and work. I need to do something about it. I just cannot wait there and on my bed laying and... Oh, money. Oh, oh, more money. It doesn't happen like that. So, the experience and the perception changes. In this case, did you notice kind of the pattern? All the young guys went to the same place and a little bit older to the other place. So they were like mixing around. Sometimes they, there might be some older uh, people here with the young guys and, and so on and so forth. Are you following me? So it depends on the perception and the knowledge that you have. Because, for instance, she knew that some snakes are not that bad. And it's true. But some people don't care about that. Right? I mean, I don't want to know anything about it. So, but also the understanding of it. Are you scared of a room alone? Carrie was like, no, it's, just, it's the same thing. There is just no light over there. And over there, when I asked the kids, are you scared? We're just like, yes, because it's empty and there is nothing. And there might be, you know, like a, I don't know. 
Isn't it that interesting? The same people reacted differently to different situations. Now, why am I, why am I talking about this? Maybe I should use the word... Let, let's reset our mind right now. And instead of being saying, are you afraid of this? Are you scared of this? Are you worried about this? Let's say, do you, do you struggle with this? Because if I ask them, do you struggle with a dark room? Uh, I don't know. But are you, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Let's switch. Let's change the word for, for struggle. Or things that are hard for you. Right? I mean, all of us here, if I ask everybody, are you afraid of this? We will all have different answers depending on what we know, what we understand, what we have experienced, and the perception that we have of things. Okay? So I, I want to give you a, an example that we are experiencing in my house with my son. I asked my son if I could share this about him, and he said, yes. I don't know if he understood what I meant, but it's going to be okay. Okay? Um, I remember this one day we were um, in Mexico, and one of my brothers had a motorcycle, and he started the motorcycle in front of him, and he just lost it. Ah, he got scared, started to cry, and I told him, come on, it's just a motorcycle. Don't cry for that. He, he was three. And I'm like, what am I? Oh, sheesh. I'm like 36 or something. Going to 40. Don't say that to anybody. And he's always been afraid. Well, not, not a lot anymore, but he was so afraid of noises. Whatever noise. A motorcycle, the ambulance, the police, whatever. Every noise. And he would just run and cry and try to, you know, like, hey, do something because there is a noise. And he's like, come on, this is just a noise. Right now he's doing better. I mean, he doesn't scare that much about noise. Okay, but how about being alone? Somehow he's passing through a process right now that he does not want being alone. And the other day, so I, um, I think I told you guys that I play soccer. So I've been doing some training, you know, like a side little job, uh, training kids, soccer. And, and this, so I was going to train, and I, was, I wasn't like super late that I needed to leave right now. Okay, and a few days before, I let him play with all the soccer balls. I have six soccer balls. So he's playing with, you know, they're in the backyard over there. And I need to get them, gather them together because I need to leave. So I told him, go get the balls really quick, put them in this bag because I need to leave. Meanwhile, I go, uh, to, uh, went to get ready. And when I came back, he was still over there. And I'm like, where are the balls? They're outside. Why didn't you go for them? Because I was afraid of being alone. And I lost it. I overreacted, and I got so mad at him. And I held him from his arm, and I told him, what do you see outside? What's outside? Nothing. Then, why are you scared? Go get the balls. I'm not proud of me telling you this. And he went crying, covering his face, because he, he felt ashamed. And then God talked to me. And I went over there and held him in my arms and I told him, I'm sorry. 
I, should, I shouldn't react like that. You know what? You're not the only one that is scared of being alone. You want to know something? I was so afraid of being alone when I was a kid. Guys, I could not be in a room by myself when I was a kid. I could not go to a dark room by myself when I was a kid. I even remember during night, I needed to go pee, and I did not go because I was afraid, and I pee on myself and my pants for so many years. You know why? Because I did not have a safe place. Because it was a shame for me as a kid to say that I was afraid of things. Because I grew up listening that a man doesn't cry. That a man should not be afraid of things. And I, I was a man. I want to be a man. A real man. What do you think? Do you think I did right when I talked to my son like that? I know you're thinking, no, it's okay. I know I didn't. The Spirit of God, you know, He communicates with us somehow in a, in a way I don't, cannot explain it. But He let me, allow me to see it. I'm like, I'm 36 years old, talking to a four-year-old boy to behave like a 36. I, I wonder who is more mature, if him or I. I am demanding something from him that he doesn't see it. His perception of things, he's still here. He's still here. I'm over there, of course, with the other guys. It's just a dark room. I'm not here anymore. But I was there, and I know how it feels. I'm going to read Ephesians 4. Man, do you have a napkin here or something? Thank you. Uh, so the, I'm going to read from um, verse 1 just to have a little bit of background here. It says, I therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love. Thank you, brother. Excuse me. Um, thanks, man. So, let me read it again. With all, thank you. With all humility in gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love. I'm going to jump all the way to 4.13. 4.13 says, Until we all attain to the unity of the faith and all the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro, by the waves and carried, carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. I, I mean, I, you know, sometimes we read, we read a verse in the Bible, we read different parts of the Bible, and we have like an idea what it's talking about or an explanation. But this part is talking 
to my heart, like straight to my heart, right? We usually think when he says, um, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bear with one another in love. You usually think, you know, your brother in Christ or your sister in Christ or an adult. But I, I have to apply this to my life. What do you think would be best if I just stay on this side, putting all the shame into my son, telling him, you're stupid. You're a girly boy and you are this and you're that and this. Boom, 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 boom. All the tries that I can talk. What do you think is going to do in his heart? Should I do that or should I just be like, hurry up. I'm going to wait for you here until you can. I mean, it sounds a little bit nicer, right? Like, I'm going to be here. Just move on. Okay, you can do it. Yeah, come on. Get out, get out, get out. Or should I go over there and lower myself down to his level here and tell them, it's okay. I, I understand what's going on. You're not the only one, but I'm with you. And God is with you. How about we pray? I told him that. I told him, next time you, you're scared, you're in a room alone or something, you come running to me and we're going to pray. And I'm going to be here for you. And I'm going to help you. I'm going to walk you through the process. The other day, he, I mean, again, something happened and I told, I think he wanted me to read a book or something and I told him, go get the book in your, in your room. And he started to go, but I could tell he was afraid. He started to go, you know, like, like, like wandering a little bit, like, should I, should, uh. and uh, he finally went, and then he came back right away, and he told me, Dad, I'm scared of being alone. Come here. Let me give you a hug. I love you. Don't worry. Let's go get it. Let's go get the book together. So we did. We walked over there. And I told him, oh, there is nothing in here. Huh. But you know what? When you come in, in a room alone or something, if you're scared, you can pray to God and he will answer you. Hmm. Interesting. So, what do you think is the best approach? Both of them, maybe, might eventually, or while he grows, he might, he's going to start moving towards that direction, in the direction in which he's totally fine and being in a room by himself, right? What do you think is going to be the effect of me talking to him like that or coming over here, holding his hand and walking with him? Come. Oh, you need to stop for a second? Okay, let's stop here. I'll be with you because I love you. Let's go to first... Corinthians 13, 4. I'm trying to make this message as short as possible. 13, 4. I bet you've read this before. It says, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant. Let me read it again. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant. Or rude, it says the fifth, the fifth verse. Or rude. Isn't it that interesting? 
It is kind. Kindness. That's, that's how we shall love to everybody, to anybody. So, let me go to uh, Galatians. Is that what you say, Galatians? 5, 22. It says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, Peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And to those who belong to Christ Jesus, and to those who belong to, to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. I know it's talking about you no know, passion and desires, but the fruit of the Spirit is also love. And being patient. In my case, being patient and loving and being kind to my son. Um, and like I told you. Oh, I hope we have some left for us at the end. And like I told you, it is, guys, it is about the perception. It is about how you see things and how you understand. And let me give you a little example Try not to laugh, okay, because I'm a bit sensitive. So yesterday, I was doing some drywall at home. We're trying to finish part of the, of the stairs over there, you know, and I'm like, I'm holding this piece of drywall. It's not super huge, but still, it's like over here. I'm standing on a, one, one foot on a chair and the other one in, in, in part of the stairs, and I'm there with a screw gun here and with screws in my mouth, okay? And I'm like here, so I'm holding with, with my elbow, turning the screw here, and then I'm like... And Denzel was there with me, seeing me. And he told me, in Spanish, but he told me, Dad, you're very strong. You know, like, well, Denzel, I mean, yeah, I've been working out, you know. It was like, yeah, I mean, trying to give him an explanation why I was strong. But he was seeing, you know, something really hard over there with the screws and then, and then here and there. He's like, Dad, you're very strong. What can I tell you, Denzel? And then he told me, you're stronger than I am. And I was like, yeah, I mean, trying to give you a very smart explanation here. Well, Denzel, that's because I am an adult, you know, and you're a kid. And then he told me, and, and my mom is stronger than you are. <laughs> so th then I, I was like, I, I stopped working, and I'm like, what, why do you say that? Because you're small. <laughs> And I, okay, that's the perception that you have on your dad, eh? <laughs> and then he told my wife the other day, he told my wife, Mom, I am bigger than Annika. And Christy was like, yes, you are. You're right. But, but Papa is bigger than I am. She's like, yes, Papa is bigger. And you're bigger than Papa too. And Christy was like, well, actually, everybody's bigger than Papa. <laughs> and then I thought, you know what? I'm not sure if this is about perception or reality. <laughs> I guess he found out I'm a short guy. I mean, that's fine, right? But, so, guys, we are... Let's translate all this 
into our lives. We're not talking about age anymore. We're not talking about being afraid of darkness, being afraid of snakes or whatever. We're talking about our lives. We're talking about our relationship with God and the things that we all struggle with. We have different things because we are in different stages. Okay? So we could say that some of us are more mature than others. Yeah, maybe. Are we talking about what in here? You following me? Because there are things that I, I do struggle with, like that reaction that I had to my son that I just told you. But there are things that for me is like, that's not a problem at all. But maybe for you it is. Or for some of you it's different than you and the other way around. So we all are in different stages. So um, the reason why I'm telling you this is because regardless of in which place you are at in your life, in whatever subject or matter is going on in your life, if you're here, if you are somewhere over here, over here or over there, we all need to trust and love each other. Okay? If you are in this side, if you are still struggling with something that maybe that brother or sister is not, trust. Trust God. Trust His Spirit. He will help you and lead you and walk through the process. Don't judge that one because that doesn't understand where you are at. And the other way around, if you're over here, don't look down on that one because he doesn't understand the reality of what it is. I grew, when I joined the church, I was like around 12, I was not allowed to go to the movie theater. I don't know about you, but I couldn't go watch movies, right? And actually, when I joined the church, it was, they gave me a huge list of things that is like, these are all the things that you should not do. Instead of being, we're free now. Welcome. Now you're free of all those things that are in the world. You're free. You don't need to struggle with those things anymore because you're saved. Because Christ is in you now. You're free. And I started my relationship with God with a bunch of rules. And I was really good at following the rules, actually. I mean, I was a really good Christian, let's say, according to that standard. So regardless of your situation here, be patient if you are there. Be patient if you're there. Love if you're here and love if you're there. If you're here, I want to encourage you. Do not get out of this position of this experience and maturity that God has given you to be here. But you can walk over there. We can walk over here with this brother and sister that struggles with something different than you do and kneel down and tell them, bro, sister, let me help you. Come. Hold his, her hand. Come. Let me show you what it is to be on the other side. Instead of just being waiting over here and saying, oh, come on. Can you see it? Come on. Again? Same thing again? Haven't we talked about this before? Forget about it. Move on. 
Isn't it easy to say that? Now, let me ask, let me ask you this question. And I, I honestly would like to see either your hands or, or your head, whatever. Is God talking to you right now? It's talking to me. That's why I'm sharing this with you. Is God talking to you? Thank you. Oh, man, amen. God is talking. Thank you. Thank you, brother. God is talking to you. You know what we need to do? It's hard. We need to take one step. We need to take action on this situation. Because if I, after I told my son all those awful things that I told him, if I hear the Spirit of God saying, Eli, come on, you're 36, he's four. Plus, you struggle with the same thing when you were four, when you were five. Okay, thank you, Lord. Do you think that would help him? No. I need to take action. I need to do something. I cannot leave it just like that. Okay, the Bible says that we need to be transformed and grow in the knowledge and wisdom and understanding of Christ. Oh, yes, amen, brother. Amen, while I stay here, I'm super smart, I'm super whatever. I need to take action. Because that knowledge and understanding allows me to see it and to love my brother and sister that is struggling with that problem, I'll come. Let me help you. Let me help you here. And I'll stay here with you until you can take the first step. You see how it's different? Can, can you take another one? No? Okay, let's, let's wait here. But I'm here with you. I'm loving you. I'm actually over there, but I'm here because of you. And now let's take the other position. The guy that is trusting the other one. And also being patient. Isn't it interesting? Depending on the situation, we're going to be either over there or over here or the other side of the parking lot over there. Let's take action. Some of you said, yes, God is talking to me right now. Take your time. Whatever time it takes for you to... Um, to work through this process, okay? And when you're ready, take action, like I did with my son. I made a mistake. I was not being patient. I was not being kind. I was not loving him. I, trust me, I love my son. And all those are fathers, parents. You know what I'm saying. It don't matter. I like saying it don't matter because it's wrong, by the way. It don't matter. If he, she has making mistakes, whatever, even if it is wrong, you still love your son and your daughter. So I just want to finish with this. Do you know why? Can you see why we need to do this? Can you see why we have to do it this way? You want me to tell you why? Because that's the exact thing that Jesus did. Jesus is God. Let's not forget about this. Jesus is God. I mean, Jesus wouldn't even fit in here. He needs to be like, over there is Denver? Okay. He will be in Denver. Is that way? Thank you. He will be in Denver. Or Denver or Denver or whatever. 
You know what I'm saying? He will be like we're far, 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 way above from us. Because he's got his understanding. I mean, be honest, do you understand the Trinity? Right? That's how it sounds like. Okay, you're one and three, three and one, one, two, three, whatever. I don't know. It's so hard. But he understands it. How? No idea. Him being God. Because he's love and so kind. He walked all the way down. And he made himself like one of us. Guys, this is big. I don't know if you're following this part, but this part is huge. Being God, he turned into one like you. Into one like you. That tells you a lot about him. His heart. Just a tender heart. A loving father. Kind and patient. Can you imagine? We, I mean... I've been following the Lord. I've been a Christian for 20 years, I think, or a little bit more, maybe. And, and there are things that I'm still here. And sometimes I feel like instead of walking that direction, I'm walking in that direction. And God's still there. Hey, Eli, come here. Hold on. Let me walk you through this. That's the example that he gave us. And he's still giving us because he's still being patient to each one of us. Do you want to do this? Do you, would, would you like to do this? Would you like to be able to, to be over here and see it and go over there and help? Or be over here and see it and let the other one help you work through it? Do you want it? Well, I have news for you. You cannot. You cannot on your own. But yes, you can. If you allow the Spirit of God to work in your heart. If you allow the Spirit of God to make all that fruit come out of your life and be transformed by His Spirit, then you will be able to do it. And then you will be able to take action to come over here or to go over there. That's what God is talking to me. Um, and I know I'm not finished. I just told you that's right. I went to him and apologized and, and, and let him understand that I was the same way. But I know that tomorrow it might happen again or something different. And I want to. You know why? Because now I am aware of it. Before I didn't, but now I am aware that I'm struggling with this situation. Now you are aware that your struggles are different than the struggles of other people. And next time you see, you're seeing your flesh trying to dominate and control your actions, you know what to do. Go to God. Be patient. Be kind. And love one another. Isn't it beautiful what God does if we allow Him to do it?
Just a couple of verses the Lord brought to my heart as Eli was sharing. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us an offering and a sacrifice to God as a fragrant aroma, as a beautiful perfume. In Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14, Since then the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise also partook of the same, that through death he might render powerless him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and might deliver those who through fear of death were subject to slavery all their lives. For surely he does not give help to angels, but he gives help to the descendant of Abraham. Therefore, he had to be made like his brethren in all things, that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make propitiation or intercession for the sins of the people. For since he himself was tempted in that which he suffered, he is able to come to the aid of those who are tempted. Thank you so much yeah, for sharing that word. It's very much an encouragement and a blessing to me, and hopefully it was to you as well. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Is there any announcements, maybe from the floor or anything? Um, anyway, yes, sir. All right. Uh, yeah, let's keep... Uh, John did our prayer. John and Sarah, uh, they're not here with us. I think they're traveling home this week. And Anthony, I think he's been to uh, Pennsylvania for a funeral. So uh, keep them in your prayers. And Maggie, and Maggie yes, uh, in the, the Schroeder family there in Canada. And I think John plans to travel back at some point in time, uh, bring the family back. So let's keep them in your prayers as well. So, um, yeah, why don't we all stand in and we'll ask the the benediction and the blessing on the new meal. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your love, your goodness to us. You've reached down to our level. Thank you and praise you for your goodness. <clears throat> Father, I just pray you be with each of us as we depart from here. Um, just want to honor and glorify you that we can be uh, that shining light for you. Thank you for the food that's been prepared. I just pray you bless uh, the moms, the women, wives for helping out and preparing this and uh, uh, the blessing they are to us, fathers and dads. Um, 
So, Lord, we just thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness. We ask this all in Christ's name. Amen. Be dismissed.